gentlemen, welcome to the D-Rich Show, where we talk anything and everything crypto. Now, here's your host, D-Rich. Hey everybody, welcome back to the D-Rich Show. This is D-Rich and today is April 28th, 2021. Happy hump day, guys. I hope that everyone is doing well, wherever you may be. Uh, once this video reaches you, hope you're in good spirits, good health, good energy, uh, things like that. Uh, first off, I just want to go ahead and um, apologize uh, for not uh, putting out a video yesterday uh, without any... Uh, you know, acknowledgement or making anyone aware of it. Um, unfortunately, um, the uh, experience that I had yesterday um, ought to be um, transparent uh, with you as uh, subscribers, listeners, uh, whatever platform you might be on. Um, sometimes when you learn valuable lessons or lessons that could be learned or taught or, you know, learned from others, uh, you want to share them so that they don't experience um, things that I was experiencing yesterday, uh, today as well. Um, <clears throat> um, as you can probably hear it in my voice, I'm kind of um, kind of lost for words in, in, in some ways. But again, um, you know, my thing is that I like to take responsibility um, and not um, blame anyone. Uh, but got, yesterday, guys, um, a lot of my accounts were compromised. Uh, my banking account, my Bitru account, my Coinbase account, um, and my cell phone uh, was compromised. Um, someone, I don't know how they did it, hacked into my SIM card. Um, so yesterday, I was dealing with that all day, um, making sure that you know I file the uh, proper complaints. I'm hoping that uh, Coinbase and BitTrue restores my account um, because there's uh, somewhat um, of upwards of uh, $25,000 worth of cryptocurrency on uh, BitTrue alone. So I'm kind of uh, in uh, a different mode right now, I guess you want to say. But guys, let me just go ahead and um, just advise you or give you a suggestion and um this goes to me needing to take my own advice sometimes. And, um, you know, the funny thing about it is I was going to buy an Ellie pal and, um, this was several days ago and I would have received it, you know, well before yesterday. Um, I did not follow through. So, um, at the end of the day, um, I wanted to let you know sometimes when you have an idea or you have a, um, you know, a intuition or a hunch, you have to follow through. Um, sometimes, you know, we talk ourselves out of certain things and then we come to find out that uh, you were meant to um, believe in your instincts. Uh, so anyway, guys, go ahead and get yourself a ledger, uh, a hard wallet or some sort of device where you're able to take your assets offline now I'm not saying that my assets are lost by any stretch of my um, of the imagination what I assume that there's certain 
uh, security features that I put in place or mechanisms that probably uh, kicked in uh, that locked my account um, to um, wait to further validate uh, my account. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, I do have to be patient. And um, later before I end, I want to share something with you that uh, will hopefully allow you to understand what type of person I am, where I'm not bent out of shape, where I'm not angry, where I'm not, you know, uh, cussing up a storm and things like that. Naturally, that's what a human being would do, um, especially when you've invested uh, that much um, time, effort, energy um, into a particular portfolio, which is BitTrue um, and, you know, Power Piggy, the price is that you bought these assets in you know um, that that would be um, heartbreaking um, it would be devastating to a certain degree um, yes I can recover those assets um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that um, but no one wants to do that so if there's a hacker or a scammer out there um, you know I'll say this shame on you um, but at the end of the day, if uh, that comes to be and that happens that way, um, maybe you need it more than I do. And uh, God bless. I hope that you do something well with it if that turns out to be that case. But, you know, we're always going to keep positive, upbeat, knowing that, um, you know, these exchanges will uh, look out for the best interests of their customers, um, especially the legitimate customers. Anyway, guys, Bitcoin's dominance is at 49 0.1%. Ethereum is at 15.1, so Ethereum is actually picking up some dominance in the market. Bitcoin is trading at $54,847. Ethereum at $2,722.55, up 3.3% in the last 24 hours. And we got Binance Coin at $559.96. And we're going to talk a little bit about Binance um, as. Um, Bafin uh, cracks down on their crypto exchange and XRP is at uh, $1.36 right there <clears throat> at number four in the market cap. So it looks like we got a little price appreciation over the last several days, which was great. And then we got Cardano at $1.32, up almost 2% over the last 24 hours and very much impressive. Doge Wow. 30 cents right there up almost 13% over the last 24 hours so anyway people continue to underestimate dogecoin all right no problem uh, we'll, we'll see the results at the end of it polka dot is at $33.61 and uniswap $42.33 and litecoin rounding out the top 10 at $256 and again guys this is never going to be financial advice I'm not a financial advisor I like to go over the current market cap because it allows us to kind of understand the market flows, um, the ups, the downs, uh, buying opportunities and looking at, you know, price appreciation, depreciation, uh, things like that. So I like to go over it uh, consistently because the more you go over it, um, the more familiar uh, you get with the market. So anyway, you go ahead and uh, go down the market cap and you know, see where you get in um, on some good projects and uh, do your due diligence and your research. And again, uh, we'll be moving on to this as a U.S. bank customer. Uh, U.S. bank will launch crypto custody pending compliance tests. And this is by Colin Post from the block. And this was written uh, yesterday, April 27, 2021. And we'll get right up into it. 
per an April 27th blog post, U.S. Bank is finalizing cryptocurrency custody services. The actual announcement says that the new services are contingent upon the selection of a sub-custodian to contract under U.S. Bank. Christine Waldron, Chief Global Strategy Officer for Global Fund Services at U.S. Bank, told the block, We have made the selection. We're working through our operational integration and our risk and compliance process. And there is also, however, no confirmation time frame for when these services will go live. By assets under management, U.S. Bank is one of the largest in the country. The firm's blockchain and crypto practice dates back to 2015. And those services have expanded in recent months, thanks in no small part to new guidance from the Office of the Comp Controller of the Currency. Um, back in 2020, the OCC under Brian Brooks authorized national banks in the U.S. to custody crypto following the OCC, uh, which began issuing national banking charters to crypto native firms, including Custodian, Anchorage, and Paxos. And leadership at the OCC has changed, however, and there is uh, some political pressure, especially congressional Democrats, to under uh, to undo the legacy of Brooks and his predecessor, Joseph Alting. And regarding this concern for crypto services, Waldron said, "We are moving forward based off of the most current guidance that we have, and that's the uh, most important piece." And guys, if you guys were listening to me the other day. I did uh, mention that before too long with, uh, you know, banking services, the integration that they're going to be providing, just like with Zelle, um, Venmo, PayPal, um, Cash App, things like that, um, before too long, uh, we'll be able to have uh, some of those opportunities to buy custody, uh, custody um, cryptocurrencies uh, through our bank. So um, being that I'm a U.S. bank customer, um, I've been asking these folks over and over again um, about cryptocurrencies and they never give me a solid answer. Anyway, guys, let's move forward. This is coming from World News um, Era or Newsera. Um, Bafin cracked down on crypto exchange Binance's stock tokens. <clears throat> and this was uh, written by Madeline Bruder. Okay, from the finance um, article, uh, Germany's financial watchdog has warned investors that Binance, one of the world's biggest cryptocurrency exchanges, has probably violated securities rules over its launch of trading its stock and stock tokens in a crackdown on the crypto industry foray of highly regulated markets. Bond-based Bafin published a note on its website on Wednesday afternoon stating that tokens tracking uh, the movement of shares of Tesla, Coinbase, MicroStrategy uh, represents securities requiring a perspective that has not yet been issued. And Bafin points out that such violation represents a criminal offense that can be punished with a fine up to 5 million, uh, I want to say euros, or um, 3% of the issuer's last annual revenue. The issuer may be liable for any investor losses as well. So anyway, guys, I mean, these guys are starting to crack down come at these cryptocurrency exchanges um and again guys um you know when you have you know people want to come in and crack down it let you know that uh, they're doing something better 
uh, than they already have in place so that you know they want to get a piece of uh, the pie or opportunity so I, I would imagine um, this is you know a nothing burger again um, these you know agencies want to come and play bully tactics so you know at the end of the day uh, CZ and them have been very successful uh, with Binance so um, I, I, I would expect that to continue so anyway guys we're moving on uh, this is from you today Ripple CEO Brad Carlinghouse feels really good about the legal fight with the SEC and this is uh, written by Alex Dabinia Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse has denied, also has denied harassing the SEC, and we'll get back, we'll get into that a little bit lower in the article. As Ripple legal fight with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission stretches into its fifth month, CEO Brad Garlinghouse tells Fox Business that he feels really good about the progress his company has made in the court. Look. I feel, I feel really good about the progress that's been made in the court so far. The distributor ledger tech provider has managed to score a few minor legal wins with Magistrate Judge Sarah Netburn partially granting its motion to compel discovery. Garlinghouse continues to insist that XRP as an open source technology is no different than Bitcoin and Ethereum as Ripple continues to deny that it created the token. He also mentioned that the fact that BitPay, one of the leading payments firms, supports XRP is one of the examples of how the token is not a security. This is one of the many examples of how XRP is not a security, and it's also used as a currency. Ripple has used it as a currency to solve the cross-border payments problems. So guys, we've been talking about cross-border payments um, a lot lately. So now you're going to start hearing that in the news, the narratives. Hey, we need something that deals with cross-border payments. And when you start hearing that, um, we know what that is. And earlier this month, Garlinghouse and Ripple co-founder Chris Larson, who was named individual defendants in the SEC complaint, then filed their joint motions to dismiss the damning lawsuit. And then furthermore, Garlinghouse denies harassing the SEC. Ripple's discovery disputes that the SEC continues to heat up with the regulatory watchdog now accusing the company of harassment. As reported by you today, the SEC is now asking the judge to limit the scope of this discovery process to its external documents, thus barring Ripple from getting access to its internal communication. Garlinghouse, however, denies that the company is attempting to harass the SEC. And he further states that it's hard to imagine a small company like Ripple against the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission could be described as harassing. You know, Jay Clayton, under his leadership, decided to bring the lawsuit. And we got to defend ourselves. So anyway, guys, that's coming from that article there. And then we're going to get what um, Chris Larson claims uh, that Gary Glenser of the SEC will focus on. Green Crypto. This is also coming from you today and another article written by Alex Davinia. And um, Ripple's Chris Larson is pinning his hopes on the SEC's new climate change agenda. And the co-founder of Ripple hopes that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission's climate change agenda could be a positive development for the company. 
He recently told Bloomberg the agency would start priority, prioritizing green crypto on Gary Gensler's watch. Commissioner Gensler is very knowledgeable about the space. And again, I think part of this administration will be a lot more climate focused. So kind of focus on green crypto, if you will, um, in a statement that Larson put out. Ripple, which was uh, taken to court by the SEC in December, as we know, okay, has been uh, long been vocal about the controversial token being an inherently green cryptocurrency. And CEO Brad Garlinghouse mentioned that XRP is 100 times more energy efficient than Bitcoin, which is the largest cryptocurrency that is mined by power-hungry machines. During his CNN interview earlier this month, one Bitcoin transaction is equivalent to about 75 gallons of gasoline being burned. Meanwhile, Larson recently suggested that Bitcoin should ditch proofs of work in favor of XRP ledgers federated consensus or proof of stake so um guys we discussed that so we kind of got uh familiar with these ideas that they're throwing around so guys um that's just what it is um we're getting close um as you know stuff starting to ramp up and then uh furthermore larson claims that uh, regulatory clarity um is also of a paramount important for the U.S. to stay on top of the crypto industry and the billionaire adds that it is very easy for companies to move out to other jurisdictions. Frankly, it's too easy for innovators to move to places like Singapore or the U.K., for example. Okay, so uh, Ripple originally intended to move its stocks out of the U.S., but it decided to stay in San Francisco. Um, so guys, um, I'll leave these in there. So if you want to go over it again, I pretty much read it in full. Um, you guys can come to your own conclusions and ideas about what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, who knows. Um, but I would imagine, um, you know, the more, um, closer we get to the summer, um, I think that we'll, um, find a little bit more clarity. Um, I do believe, um, before July, I do believe we'll have, um, the answers that we're all looking for for xrp um, but anyway guys i hope you guys enjoyed today's video again i apologize for uh, not producing um, a video yesterday so i will make up another video for you guys sometime this week um, with some information that i wanted to touch on yesterday unfortunately um, i got sidetracked um, with all of the nonsense that i had to take care of and again um, just as a reminder um, go ahead and Set yourself up with a um, ledger. You can go to ledger.com. You can go to Elipal um, with the E, and you can find that uh, you'll save yourself a lot of headache. Learn from my, myself. Learn from me. You know, so that you don't create the uh, same mistakes or you know the the mess that I'm in right now. Trying to uh, restore confidence and uh, kind of restore my my faith in these systems to a, to a degree that, uh, you know, um, I, I, I need to kind of get that violation feeling away. But anyway, guys, um, if you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit the rumble button, hit the, uh, like button, thumbs up. I appreciate you all. And, um, again, uh, we'll be back with another video for you tomorrow with some new information. God bless. Take care. And as always, 
treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye. Thank you.